the IBM Cloudcast, coming to you every show with information about new capabilities and releases. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the IBM Cloudcast. We are hosts from the offerings team here at IBM Cloud. My name is Ian Lynch. And this is Steve Shoquette. And today we're actually going to interview uh, a different guest today. We're going to interview my partner in crime here, Ian Lynch. Uh, now, Ian, who you've heard in all the other podcasts, you, but you probably don't know, is a drone enthusiast. And so we're going to talk today a little bit about his drones and how drones make sense in uh, a commercial environment. And then, you know, what in the world does it have to do with IBM Cloud? And, and you know, we're going to make all those connections in the next couple of minutes. So, Ian, first, tell me a little bit about your drone. I know that, you know, how high can it go? Can it go halfway to space and follow the SpaceX rocket or whatever? Sure. Well, Steve, before I start off, let me level set, okay? Yes, I'm an enthusiast, but I think... I really think that extends now to everybody and anybody today who has a drone. And that market has exploded, I guess, in the last, what, three to five years. We've seen a massive increase this, I guess, holiday season with a huge amount of drones coming on the market. They're getting better, faster, smaller, quieter in every way. So I have an interest in drones and I know a little bit about them. So let me tell you what I know and how we relate that back to a little bit about Cloud Steve, right? So... Um, my drone. Um, I've got a DJI Mavic Air. It's one of the latest and greatest from DJI. One, I think it's. I don't know if it's one of their top of their line, but it's one of definitely one of the consumer drones out there. It's up in the top top drones. Um, sure. So as I said, Steve, they're getting smaller, faster, quieter. They can travel multiple miles at this stage. They're streaming back full HD. They're recording in 4K at 60 frames a second. So what that actually means is that, you know that really buttery, smooth cinematography shots that you want to take? These things are capable yep. of doing that from miles up in the sky. And of course, now when I say miles up in the sky, you need to be responsible with these things and use according to the local laws. Um, <laughs> but, you know, because there's so many sensors and GPS sensors and accelerometers built in, they are aware of this, Dave, right? So they're constantly connected. They're always connected back to your phone. You need to be connected to, uh, I guess, a 3G or 4G network to actually to understand where you are, to map where you have been. So if anything actually happens, they can always go back and check where you've been. And, well, that kind of sounds like they're watching, right? But they, they, they really are, right? They want to make sure that you're using these drones responsibly. And they're able to do all that, Steve, because of all the accelerometers and the technology that's built inside of them. So to answer your question, yes, my drone is fantastic and great today. But the way this economy shifts and changes or this market changes, Steve, in three, four months' time, it's going to be, yeah, it's one of those nice drones, right? And there's going to be probably 10 others that have replaced it. There's a massive amount of manufacturers out there, like some of the top ones being like, DJI, Yonki, Parrot, the French company. Majority of them are actually Chinese. The, like Yixin, Husban, Sima. There's, there's a massive amount of them out there. They're all making drones, Steve, that are getting cheaper, smaller, better, faster, quieter. But to be honest, Steve, the problem, well, not the problem, is the great thing is that they're getting more and more intelligent. But they're getting more and more intelligent, I think, with a combination of the hardware and the software. I like the, the, the product placement there, Ian. It's like having the Coca-Cola on the... Uh on the, the, the uh, table in the middle of filming a movie. That was pretty cool. No, I, I remember, and the reason I said that you were such an enthusiast is I remember when we were in Singapore and it looked like your 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 drone was gonna take a dive in uh, the river there. And I honestly thought that you would go in after it. Um, um, at the time, Steve, yeah, it was like, it was my baby and I was like, oh my God, wow, my drone. And we actually, stupidly enough, we took off from in between a steel bridge, which is an absolute no-no. Of course, I didn't read the manual, but um, we tried to take off in between yeah, of a bridge and we got interference and tried to take off and we made a quick dive. We saved it. That was the main thing. 
Wow, yes. you saved it. That 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 in the, the when you decided that your drone could be used for trimming the branches on trees on the beach in Bali, I thought were pretty cool. Yeah. So let's. The tree looked good afterwards. Gardeners were sure complaining. Did. So so let's move on. You know, I mean, I think there's lots of great recreational uses, but you know that isn't what we're talking about on this cast. No. So so you know, how do they get used for commercial things other than those awesome uh, videos that you see from? you know, like Animal Planet or Planet Earth in places that a human couldn't get to. Mm -hmm. Sure. So I, I think, Steve, a lot of what you see business and business solutions being created from today is actually stemming from the fact that they are so successful in the customer or the consumer market today, right? So you've seen drone footage of local areas where you live and different places of interest that you'd like to go and you think, wow, this is fantastic. So drones are becoming more part of, or that drone footage is becoming more part of that everyday life. So. Today, as they're bringing those forward and bringing them into business applications, now I don't mean, Steve, like going and shooting a wedding, a drone photographer, so ensuring being up in the sky and making sure that everyone's smiling. I mean, when we take it to the next level and we start putting business and real, I guess, life-changing things around these applications. So let me give you some examples, right? So using a drone for, let's say we had an unstable bridge. We don't want to send somebody out in the unstable bridge. We send the drone out. Or if we have an unstable telephone mast that's sitting, I don't know, 500 feet in the sky. There's no point in sending somebody up there or a huge ladder up the side of it that's unsafe. We send the drone up. The drone can analyze in real time and send images back. So there's, there's, a, there's an absolute definite shift there. It's coming from, I guess, from a safety perspective, from ease of use. And to be honest, Steve, we're able to do things an awful lot quicker and easier than what man's not really able to do, right? So. If I'm able to analyze that bridge and move to another bridge and 10 more bridges within the air, rather than having to set up all my gear, it's so much easier just to send my drone up there to be able to analyze it, right? It just makes much yep. more sense. So for example, if we take a natural disaster, if we have a storm or there's some massive flooding, it's easier to send the drone up to assess the damage to be able to maybe access people a lot quicker. I'm sure we're seeing emergency services are going to start using these things in the future as well. So let's let's see if we can kind of tie it back to a cloud because I was thinking of the example. Well, first of all, I was thinking of the the, the cell tower and how I would not want to be the one guy that climbs up <laughs> 300 feet because I don't. You know, you already know I don't particularly like heights. Right. But you know, I'm thinking about if we did like crop damage. You know, we figured out how to tie it back to the cloud. I could look at normal and I could look at what I'm seeing in the drone, and probably through using some clever technology out on the cloud, I can say, wait, something happened here. Though that cornfield, something's wrong. Maybe it's disease. Maybe it's got damage. What do you think? There? Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. And I think that's that's what I'm trying to, the point that I'm trying to get to, Steve. That's where the market or the business opportunity is with this sector, for sure. It's when you start looking at it different. It's when you start extending the capability of what you have in your hands with the hardware and you start extending that capability through firstly through software and then as we extend that through to cloud services. So for example, right, if we want to store um, if you want to store some of the footage that you have, sure, you can stream that straight away to a cloud service provider. You can have it directly streaming, you can analyze that data in real time. There's so many different things you can do with it. But yes, absolutely. It's about being able to plug it into the cloud. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. So, so, um, tell me. You know, I mean, give me an example of something that you might very specifically do with with, um, you know, using a drone, using cloud, using all the cool technologies that you and I have chatted about for the last twenty or so episodes. You know, 
what is it that we might be able to do with this drone that that really you probably couldn't do with a human or we might not want to do with a human? Yeah, sure. So actually, you know, Steve, one of the latest features, right, that most of the newer drones are coming out with is being able to track somebody. Okay. So it's fantastic where you have the software that's built inside that it's able to draw, you're able to draw a box around Steve and Steve can walk down the road and you can, at the same time, the drone will autonomously follow Steve, right? Okay. So that takes that autonomous out of it. So that's like essentially AI capability through the software. But imagine if you're able to extend that further, understand what's actually going on around Steve's environment to be able to understand if there's a tree, for example, we know what a tree should look like. We're able to make a comparison to some of the analytics engines that we have, or maybe not even the analytics engines, let's say some of the cognitive engines that we have. So for visual recognition, to understand that, hey, that tree is broke. Hey, Steve, look out, there's a broken tree. Now, of course, Steve, that's a wild example. But the point is that you can create anything from this, whether you're assessing roof tiles from broken storm damage or crops that we were talking about previously from, I don't know, storm or weather damage. It's, a, it's about taking an industry and it's definitely going to be one of the ones that shift and I guess we see as disruptors. So I would imagine industries like insurance, uh, oil and gas, uh, telephone, some of those uh, safety. Keep going. Yeah, keep going, Steve. Yeah. That's the whole point, right? So you can extend yeah. this absolutely everywhere and anywhere. It, it depends on how you want to create that solution, right? And you come to cloud providers. So, okay, before we end up losing our job, Steve, let's talk a little bit about it and bring it back to IBM, right? So you would take that drone footage that you have and you would analyze it through, let's say, some of our Watson services. Or what you would do is you could potentially put it in through a cloud and database. Analyze that data. You could bring it up through Watson. You could check visual record, run through the visual recognition software to see if it's missing some of the key information that you expect it to have. You could surface that information through a front end, through Node.js. There's, there's so many different possibilities. Yeah, I was thinking that one of the things that we could do, uh, especially with like the, the uh, Winter Olympics taking place in Korea, is that you know security is a very top concern, and so I would think that you know with a drone you could do not just the visual recognition and as you said draw boxes, take a look at things, but you could call out anomalies, compare them to what normal is using the technology out on the cloud and out in IBM's cloud, and uh, say you know maybe this is something you need to think about. Yeah, that's a good uh, idea. It's but the thing it can work for <laughs> for anything and anywhere, Steve. I was kind of thinking in the inside the figure skating rink, you know, <laughs> dive bombing on the, the the ice dancers or something. Cool. So, so Ian, it sounds like there's an awful lot of opportunities that that drones and the technology through, uh, like the IBM Cloud and artificial intelligence and analytics and data. Um, it sounds like something that 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 the industry ought to be paying attention to because it sounds like something where. Uh, there's tremendous value, not just from a safety perspective, but the ability to do things that humans cannot regularly do. Absolutely, Steve. And I think it extends beyond that towards the solution, really, right? So absolutely, you can take any industry and build solutions around it. But the, the drone, drones or... The, okay, so drones is one of the disruptive industries right now at the moment and how we're changing things of how we're doing business, right? But there's many other industries as well. Car industry public transportation, public services, just different ways of doing business. And I guess where you can create these solutions with cloud providers, especially with IBM, it just makes it so much easier to do it. Awesome. Awesome. So Ian, kind of closing up here, um, where can I find out more information? I'm not going to ask you about drones, although you'll probably <laughs> tell me, but, but where can I find more information about the IBM cloud? 
Um, so as usual, Steve, you can just head over to ibm.com forward slash cloud um, to find out some of the services. There's if, if you head back and listen to some of our previous episodes, we had Tawana Daniel on talking about some of the IBM solutions. So if you have that more developer side, you want to play around with the API for your drone, whether it's from Husban or DJI, there's the ability to be able to do that, connect it up into IBM cloud. There's some solutions out there as well to help you to do that. I guess that's from a developer perspective, okay? So if we look at this from a business perspective or a solution perspective, I'm not really gonna head over to ibm.com forward slash cloud and really expect to find a huge information about drone, Steve, right? But what I will find is information about building out my solution, right? So whether I wanna enrich it with a database or add cognitive capabilities to build out that immersive solution to be able to grow it into an actual real business or to extend the capability that we currently have. For example, here with a drone, we've got some hardware and software, but being able to extend that with cloud capabilities. There's so much information out there on it, Steve. It's one of the kind of cool kind of happening things, I guess, right now. So it's definitely gonna be a place that expands over the next couple of, I guess, weeks, months, years. But yeah, definitely a place to watch. But head over to ibm.com forward slash cloud and you'll find everything you need there. All right. Well, I want to thank my partner in crime here, Ian Lynch. Um, we're talking about all the different options and things that we do. And Ian, I particularly liked one of the phrases that you had, which is that drones are disruptive. So it's more than just a toy. It's more than just using it for trimming palm trees. Uh, there are tremendous commercial uses that if I were a business and I was not looking at drones, then I'm going to miss out on, on all the change that takes place. Sure. So thank you very much. My, my pleasure, Steve. It was kind of it was different sitting on this side of the table for a change. But guys, for myself and Steve, thanks a mil for joining in, and see you next time on the IBM Cloudcast.